Welcome to the Business Networking Show, brought to you by your partnerships. Here is your host, Lee Randall Pybus. This is a bonus episode and a return visit for the first time. One of my guests is coming back for the first time today, the lovely Rebecca Lodge Bierkebeck, who is an expert in helping people develop their networking pitches. Uh, so that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about how to develop the best business networking pitch. We've got five key points. I'm going to read out each point and Rebecca is going to elaborate with her expertise on how to develop those points so Rebecca welcome back it's nice to have you with us again uh, so let's help some people with their networking pitch so number one very important identify your goal hi Lisa absolutely that's the most important thing because we don't always have to have one pitch that fits all occasions I think people think they have to have the perfect one and then they mustn't vary it but you know meetings vary you could be meeting with people who you know quite well who already know um, quite a lot about what you do. You could be meeting people you've never met before who need to have a different view, um, a different sort of approach to your pitch. Um, so I think it's really important, first of all, to realise that there is no one pitch. There's a great way of structuring a pitch and then you can sort of slot in different bits of information depending on your audience, because it's the same when you're presenting anything. It's all about your audience. You need to speak to them in a language that they understand um, and take into account whether they know you at all or not. So identifying your goal is clearly really important in that in that case. So um, are you looking for referrals? Are you looking to tell people about a new angle of your business, something new that you've launched, something that you've decided to do? Are you looking to introduce yourself in a more general way? And I think if you identify that exactly as you say, that gives you a really good starting point to know what you want from the pitch, because it's like anything. You need to know what response you're looking for before you start, because then it just helps you frame the words and, and say everything in the right way to get that kind of response. Thank you. Thank you, Rebecca. Okay, number two, explain what you do. That's a really important one, and people often don't do that. It's really strange. They kind of assume because of their job title or the name of their company that people will automatically know what they do. Mm. And that's not always the case. So I would say one of the most important things, and it sounds obvious, but so many people don't do it, is to say your name, <laughs> your full name. So people can find you on LinkedIn or uh, via you know any kind of search engine. Don't just say your first name, say your full name and the company that you that you represent, your own business, whoever it is, and then say what it is you do. And don't, please, I beg of you, say, I'm an accountant like so-and-so. You're not. You may be an accountant. People may think they know what an accountant does, but there will be something that's more um, direct, you know, a connection you can make that's more direct with people than just saying the name of your job title. You know, I help people who hate filling in their tax returns. I. I, I'm just using accountants um, as an example because they just, uh, for some reason, they spring to mind. I'm not quite sure what that says about me or about them. Um, but I think a lot of people are worried that what they do isn't isn't particularly interesting to other people. So they can sort of gloss over it. But, you know, saying I help people keep track with their admin, I, I help people develop more time for themselves by taking away some of their tasks, you know, that might be a VA or, you know, a, mm -hmm. a PA support service, but it's, it's getting down to the nub of what it is you do that helps people which will, I think will lead us very nicely onto our next point. And I was just going to say that 
exact thing what you've just said there. Number three, communicate your uniqueness or USP. Yes, exactly. Because even though there may be other people in the room who are in the same industry that you're in, you are all completely different. Even if you think you do the same things, you do them in a completely unique way from the other people in the room. You, you can't not do because we are all completely individual. So that's why it's really important when you're doing your pitch to make sure that you use language that reflects you as a person. Don't use phrases uh, necessarily that you've heard other people use that don't really sit well with you. Much more important to be authentic and be yourself when you're explaining what you do to people because that really helps make that proper connection with the people in the room. They don't want to think that you're just reading, you know, you've got a, a list of, like a thesaurus with a list of phrases for, to, that describes what you do and you're just picking out ones. It's got to sound like you speaking. So Absolutely. that is really important. And that's probably the best way of uh, sort of getting across your uniqueness, your unique way of doing things, because it's all about being authentic. We hear that word a lot. What does it mean? It just means being true to yourself. So if you are somebody who said, I enable my clients to make you know, much firmer and better financials, if that's how you talk, speak like that. But if you say, I help people who hate numbers, if that's <laughs> how you talk, say that. Yeah, there is no... Um, hard and fast way that you should or shouldn't describe your business but i would say use your own language and maybe use words your clients have said to you about what you did oh i'm so glad i came to see you because you know my tax affairs were a complete mess but you really calmly and quickly sorted them out for me and now i feel really comfortable i mean you can even use other people's words who've worked with you but don't feel you have to follow certain set phrases because that does not show you off as an individual Fantastic. Number four, engage with a question. Yes, this is a brilliant way of doing things. So after you've done your, your uh, saying who you are and what you do, it's a fantastic way to ask people uh, a question because what it does is it stop pe stops people's listening going on to autopilot. <laughs> people think, oh yeah, here's the next pitch. Yeah, I've just got my pencil ready. I'm just going to write down what you do. Oh. oh, hang on a minute. You've asked me a question. And in a split second, their thought process is something like, Oh, that wasn't what I was expecting. Oh, they've asked me a question. Oh, that question. Let me just think about that question. Oh, now I'm thinking about what, you know, what problems I've had with X or what I find difficult about that. And you've instantly engaged people's brains in a different way. You haven't just bombarded them with information because let's face it, if there's 30 people in the room, you're getting 30 pitches, 30 sort of onslaughts of, of information. This is what I do, this is how I help, here's my details, blah, blah, blah. And it just becomes a wall of sound. So if somebody stops and asks you a question and then gives you a second to think about it, oh, you'll see people will look up from writing down and actually look at the screen, at the person talking. And that's brilliant because they're already thinking about, oh yeah, that's a problem I have. They're halfway to realizing that they need your services. So Lovely. asking a question is absolutely brilliant. And you can ask a different one every time. What well, I love the fact that you just said uh, they'll look up at the screen. That's the norm now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, isn't it funny? Because somehow getting people to look at you when you talk on Zoom is much harder than it is in a room. Because in a room, it's really rude if you are just, you know, troughing your breakfast or your lunch or whatever it is at, at you know, whatever time of day your meeting is. It's somehow without even realizing it, we feel that we have to look at the person that's speaking because it's rude not to, or other people might notice we're not, whatever reason. But on screen, it's so much easier not to engage 
by looking at the yeah. screen. So asking people a question is a great way to get them out of their rut of I'm just writing down information and actually be thinking and engaging with you before you've actually even told them very much. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. And uh, number five, put it all together and practice. Ah, this is the key, Lee. I'm so glad you used the P word. <laughs> um, practicing is so important. And the next question is, what is practicing? Okay, now people say to me, oh, I, I have to learn it by memory, so, so I don't use a piece of paper. You can use a piece of paper. If you want, you can tape your pitch next to your camera on your screen because nobody will be able to see it. And you'll look like you're looking at the camera even though you're reading your pitch. And, and the key thing is that you have to feel comfortable doing it. If you're somebody who likes to speak off the cuff, who just needs a couple of bullet points, brilliant. But if you're somebody who really would like to read what they've written, by all means, write it out, but do stick it next to the camera so people can uh, see your face while they're mm. talking to them. That's really important for making a connection as well. But practicing doesn't mean just starting at the beginning, going through to the bit where you always stumble, and then going back to the beginning. Because I guarantee you, if you do that, all you're doing is practicing the mistake which means that it's cemented in your mind. So every single time you get to that bit where you fall over your words, you will fall over your words. I absolutely guarantee you that that's what that means. So if you get to a bit in your pitch when you're reading it out loud and reading it out loud is what you have to do because that's what you will be doing mm. in the meeting. Um, and also sometimes the written word doesn't read out loud as well as it does looking at it. But so if there's a bit you come to and every time you end up getting completely tongue tied, change it change the words yeah it's because the words don't fit naturally with the way you speak or um it, it just doesn't sit right with you so don't keep on trying to make that bit you keep on stumbling over work it just won't just change the words play with it maybe do it in a slightly different way um one thing that you really can do that's very valuable is to video yourself on your phone doing your pitch now people go oh but i hate looking at myself i hate the sound of your voice well I'm really sorry, but you're going to have to get over that. <laughs> because unless you're going to have a, a face transplant or, you know, use voice altering software, that's how you're going to look and that's how you're going to sound. And you can learn so much by watching a video back from yourself. You can realise that you have little quirks and little traits that, you know, actually might look really great or that might annoy you. And you might think, oh, perhaps when I'm talking, it would be better if I didn't always have my head on the side, which is something I tend to do quite a lot I've realized um, <laughs> and that's not to make you self-conscious about it but just to realize that that's what people are seeing and it's really valuable to be able to play back what people see because it's mm. like looking in the mirror what we see is not what other people see and what we see in here isn't what other people see in here so practicing it by videoing it you can delete it obviously you don't have to share it with anyone but you will learn a huge amount by doing that but there's no substitute for doing it out loud perfect and not doing it in the outline way we go oh yes my name is and i've got a question for you no the whole thing as if you're doing it for real because if you practice it like that by the time you come to do it you'll feel so much more confident because it's not something you're doing for the first time and exactly. also, finally just don't ever be afraid to change it up put different information ask a different question highlight a different area of your business you know show all the different services you offer it doesn't have to be the same thing every single time exactly and time it <laughs> yes oh my goodness nothing looks more professional than coming in with a 40 second intro if that's what's required that is 40 seconds long 
or a minute. Never say, oh, have I got any time left? Sorry, you should have sorted that <laughs> when you were writing it and, pre and preparing it and practicing it. Yeah, so timing is really important. I mean, we've all seen those, those intros that go on and on and everybody's smiles are getting more and more fixed and you just don't do yourself any favors by, by trying to cram everything in. Um, and I guess the final tip, and it will be the final tip because I'm, I'm talking for too long now, but is to not worry about filling every second with information. 40 seconds is still quite a long time. And if you ask people a question, you need to leave a space for them to clock that you've asked a question and to think how they might respond to that. So having a couple of seconds silence is no bad thing, even in a 40 second intro, because it gives people's brains time to actually focus on what you're saying rather than just wall to wall noise. Perfect. Well, thank you very much, Rebecca, for this expert advice. This is exactly what we wanted for this episode. It's perfect. How to how to provide the best networking pitch. Perfect. And um, I will put for those that are listening, Rebecca's contact details are in the show description if you want to get in touch with Rebecca uh, for a bit more advice and help on how to develop your business networking pitch. So thank you, Rebecca. Have a great day. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Lee. Thank you for listening to the Business Networking Show, brought to you by Your Partnerships. Check out all our upcoming networking events at yourpartnerships.co.uk.